Kendrick, we're starting with Shannon. Ooh, let's get into it. With Shan. Okay, that news, that headline, it was a very intense feeling I had. It was a lot, right? Right? It was it wasn't just, I don't know, it it hit me so intensely. Like there were like layers underneath it. Like I was working, I feel like I just started out like I, it was still you know the transitional period when you're in the bed first working and then you finally yes. make your way to the desk. So <laughs> it was like during that time and I finally got up there and I was doing something that like I needed to focus on. I was like, okay, let me focus on this. And then of course, like 10 minutes later, I'm like, eh, what's going on on Instagram? Always. So I get on Instagram and that's the Bravo while blacks post was the first thing that I saw. With the location that location. Was, oh my God. <laughs> in case you guys missed it, Bravo while black posted the headline and the location was the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> and so I was like, "What is happening?" So, I cannot with that headline. It's it was like so it's much. just it's it's the picture they used was for some reason very good too. I don't know why. It's just a picture of Watch What Happens Live, but it like affected mm-hmm. me. Arrested, arrested. So you're like, I'm sorry for right? DUI, hit and run, struck house in Newport Beach. Reading that article, and it said. Clipped the house. Clipped the house. Then she drives off, parks her car in the middle of the street, and gets out with her dog. That is wild. Wild. That she... Uh, the, it's the dog part. So Jeff Lewis on his show t- discussed it. I don't know if you guys saw the clip, but he discusses that they spoke. Shannon and him sh- spoke, and she's so shook up, and he's shocked because she doesn't ever drive. She's always an Uber person. Mm-hmm. So she took the dog in her car. Something tells me she got in a fight with John. And she's are like, they back to okay? Are they clearly, back together or what? Clearly, oh. right? Because Jeff said he had been out with her on Friday, and John was there, and yeah, God. Because if she's not one to drive, and it was you know an Uber situation, it's like she must have been at home, mm-hmm. gotten mad at John, said, "I'm leaving, taking Archie with me." Girl. It's the dog being in the car that really affects me. Yeah. I know you, your timeline is all dogs. So I know you just like. I know. <laughs> that, all that positivity. Did you see someone harming a dog like with Shannon? So I'm like, was like, the dog the scared? Like, was right. that poor dog in the car like freaking out? Oh, I hate it. I hate mm. it. And then Shannon's all wasted. Like. Right. Trying to tell the cops. I'm just walking my dog. Right. Okay. Let me just. I it's <laughs> this is not a funny situation, but I'm not gonna lie. One of the things that someone posted cracked me up because it was the girl whose boyfriend's house got like oh clipped, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so the first sentence she said hashtag Shannon Bador hit my boyfriend's house and drove off. I'm like, what a wild thing to walk out of your house and see. Like, could you imagine you, you live in an area where you like, you could pop, this could possibly happen to you. So like you out there, could you imagine like walking outside of your door and you're like fucking Kyle Richards and Morgan. wish for things like that <laughs> could you imagine walking out you're like what the fuck are kyle and morgan doing here and what what happened to my mailbox 
box. What is going on? And then they just drive off and don't say anything. And, and you got to hear from Mauricio that this happened. Like, what is happening? So, oh, my God. It's too much. Like, the fact that she knew who Shannon Bedore was, though, it also makes me happy. Like, it yeah. wasn't just like some lady. It was like Shannon Bedore. Right. Just oh ran my. into my boyfriend's house. I can't imagine. Like, I'm trying to think. I, you know I live in Memphis, so I'm trying to think, like, how would this... <laughs> what is my version of this story? Like, all I can think about is, like, okay, like, maybe, like, Glorilla, like, drove into my mailbox, or Yo Gotti, like, I don't... K. Michelle, like, what? I don't even know. Like, who, who would drive into my... What is happening? What is happening? I'm so bummed out that we're not going to get a mugshot or the body cam footage. That pisses me off, honestly. Like, why Why is there no mugshot? Like, Shan- we're not going to get to see Shannon talking to the officer, like, all hectic. Like, I was just walking my dog. And, like, with her Barbie <laughs> hands getting arrested, right. you know? Oh, my gosh. She- I know if a, if a cop had stopped her, like, there and, like, had to listen to her, she would have... Uh, can you imagine a story she would have gave? I, I'm my telling boyfriend, you. And I know. My boyfriend, He, just, we've been going through a really tough time. And we have just, very okay. normal relationship yes. problems. <laughs> I couldn't drive the car because I was paralyzed. It paralyzes <laughs> me when we fight. <laughs> like, good Lord, Shannon. Okay. You know what? Just go in the house. It's all right. I don't God, I just am so pissed off we're not going to see that. Like, that is oh such a... That's the crime here. No that's one was hurt, so I can make jokes. But if anyone was hurt, that's the... The scary thing is like a kid could have been standing like standing there. That's what that's always right. what's so scary about these instances. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it just it had to have been some sort of drama with John because right. I don't I don't picture Shannon being a drinker and driver. Right. But right. I also we don't really see Shannon at like her worst. There's always all these wild stories about Shannon. Mm-hmm. Like like get to the reunions and they're like when <laughs> when Vicky was accused was alleging that uh david was abusive because shannon told shannon had the story of when they got into a fight he locked himself in the room i tried to get break down the door (laughs) so Mm -hmm. as you can see here there is i was not afraid to show off my bruises and here i'm like so hold on let's back up here (laughs) the cops were called like this isn't just happening once in a while so shannon clearly Gets wild. Yes. Why is it possible that Jeff is trying to just protect her? First of all, okay. That's another aspect of the story that pisses me off. Because had it been any other Bravo Liberty, Jeff and the nasty human being that he is would have destroyed them. But Shannon gets the most grace of anybody in the world. It's like, okay, I know y'all are friends, but wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm. and did you see that Shannon was on a conference call with Tamara yesterday? Yes. For a cup for at least an hour and didn't say one word. Which when? to me, that says a lot about her trust in Tamara. Yeah. Honestly, smart. <laughs> you know? Because they she absolutely would have broken the story on uh she would maybe not store might be not broken it but she definitely would have been like there's some some crazy news coming out of orange county i can't tell you guys what but it'll break within the next few days and i just it's a rough time for me i'm hoping that you know she would have brought it uh, back to herself but she did that clip she's crying she's, yeah. i'm shaking everyone i'm like what why <laughs> Yeah, no, you're not to be trusted. We're all watching this season, Tamara. 
Oh, much boy. as it's good mess, it's like no one should trust you with no. any information. No, 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 no. So Shannon, like I, okay, so I personally don't love the title or the label alcoholic. I think that's mm-hmm. a very scary label for people, and mm-hmm. I, don't, I just. I don't know if it helps anyone unless they're willing to say that about themselves. Right. And an alcoholic is different than maybe, let's say, a problem drinker. And I think that's where Shannon's been bordering for quite some time. Uh You know what I mean? So she hopefully, and that's why Jeff made sure to say she's not an alcoholic. I'm like, I know, but a problem, she's still a problem drinker. Like, yeah, we can acknowledge that. It needs to that. be addressed. Yes. Yeah. Like, we can't keep enabling mm-hmm. this over and over again. She's been super careful about getting really drunk on camera. Mm-hmm. And also, she wasn't going through that really contentious divorce anymore this past season. So she would just get drunk, but like do normal Shannon stuff, like normal crying and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Jamaica trip where she just like malfunctioned. Jesus Christ. That was cr- – her whole face looked different. Like she And she just <laughs> kept drinking the whole trip, so it was dark. But if this – yeah. The fact that she's back with John Jansen makes me annoyed anyway because I'm right. like, we have come so far. God, I, you know what, as a selfish Bravo viewer, I hate that we didn't, oh, this is so bad to say, I hate this didn't happen before the reunion, Mm -hmm. because I feel Mm -hmm. like, one, Gina deserved her moment to say, bitch, how dare you? Like, how dare you keep throwing this back in my face when this is what you're doing in your free time? Like, I, Gina is better than me, because I would have been online like, y'all see this? Y'all mm. see this, right? Y'all see... Let me repost it one more time. Y'all see this, right? Y'all see what's going on? Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, I can't... Because G- that was like that was audacity. And the fact that Shannon was lying about saying, I never mentioned child protective service. I never said any of this stuff. And then, like, the editors are like, uh, you sure? You, you sure? sure did. Let's, let's roll that back. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. time. Yeah, it's it's sure. not only did Shannon uh, like have a bad season because she was trying to cover up her weird relationship with John, mm-hmm. but she they have all these compilations of Shannon bringing up Gina's DUI. Mm-hmm. When that should never come from like I if my if I help a friend out to with getting through a DUI, I wouldn't volunteer that information. Like when she tells, when Shannon tells Heather, like, and she got a DUI, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That is not my story. That's not your story to tell. That's Gina's story to tell. Uh And so the fact that there's all these moments where they've pieced together her being like, oh yeah, that DUI, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Sorry, Shannon, but it's real hard not to relish in this a little bit. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. All of that. And I just can't wait to hear her. I know she's going to make up a bullshit excuse. It, it can't be John, anything other than John like what Gina and said. I, John and I, were, <laughs> we were having a conversation. We had gone out to dinner. We'd gone God. out to dinner. And, 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 he, and, he, and he, we got in a fight and he was going to leave. And I said, I'm going to leave. I'm, I'm leaving. And so I did what I shouldn't have done. And I got in the car. <laughs> and I drove, I drove the car. And I shouldn't have done that. And I took Archie. Oh, God. Your Barbie hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's can. how you know I'm doing Shannon. It's just mm-hmm. when the, the the fingers don't. I love mm-hmm. the inflection every time she does. Well, what am I going to do? I don't know. You, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's mm-hmm. take it down a notch. Yeah. So there will. 
there will be no answering for this until next season when they're going to pick those cameras up and you know Gina's going to be like, well, well. Let well. me say one thing right now. We better, and I mean we better, if they bring up, because you know they're going to talk about the child protective service and stuff at this thing. When Shannon gets on her high horse to say all of that, they better do a Robin Dixon yep. moment. Yep. And they better be like yep. adding in these clips and yep. all like that. Yep. Don't just keep it to Potomac. Bring it over here to Orange County, baby. Yep. Put it in there, okay? Agreed. Uh, mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. We need it all. That's facts, actually. That's facts. Because we got some weeks. Y'all can still do some. Ed- Y'all are still editing the reunion. Yeah. So, you got yeah. weeks. No, weeks. You got time. Uh-huh. You have time. I want to make sure we get that in there. Let's even get a camera over at Shannon's house right now. Let's get a, or e- even a, va- a FaceTime call. I don't know, but I need something. I need a producer to make contact and I need her to go on camera and discuss. Mm-hmm. Because then they could put that in the something. reunion. Yeah. I, I need something. I need something too. Just because it's too poetic. Right. For me to have to yeah. wait all to next season to get any kind of right. closure or whatever I want. Mm-hmm. You know. Hoocha. <laughs> How could you do this to me? Question mark. I've become a little obsessed with my oral care, my oral health and hygiene. My dad smoked for years and his teeth are falling out of his head left and right. And that will not be me. So along came Quip at just the right time. Quip makes it easy. They deliver all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. Like this electric toothbrush. There's timed sonic vibrations with 30 second pulses to guide what a dentist would recommend as the perfect two minute clean. It's really lightweight too. There's no bulky cords and wires and chargers to weigh you down. It comes with a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. Skip the batteries and snap into healthy habits with the new rechargeable electric toothbrush. All the features of the original Quip plus one magnetic charge powers up to three months of a brushing. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 9 million mouths. You can upgrade your Quip with a smart motor too, so you can track and improve your brushing with the a free quick app. You can earn amazing rewards like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and more. In addition to brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, and gum refills every three months from $7. With stylish and affordable electric brushes starting at just $25, you won't be paying through the teeth for better oral health. Another really great feature is these sonic vibrations are super sensitive. So you got to be gentle on your, you have to be gentle on your gums. People brush too hard and some electric toothbrushers are too abrasive and not quip. The built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, and it helps to clean your whole mouth evenly. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. And how's this for some credibility? Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over tens of thousands of dental professionals, and they have over 25,000 verified five-star reviews. If you go to getquip.com, slash bravo right now you'll get 20 percent off any electric toothbrush mint and gum dispenser or water flosser that's 20 percent off any electric toothbrush mint and gum dispenser or water flosser at getquip.com slash bravo spelled g-e-t-q-u-i-p.com slash bravo quip 
the Good Habits Company. Not well, bitch. All right, well, that's that, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Let's get into Roni. Okay. Okay. Good episode. Good episode. Mm-hmm. Really good. You know what's good about this cast? They don't really have like crazy storylines, each of them. It's just how they interact with each other. Yes. And, and that to me is all be. I need. I don't need people to come in with storylines. I don't. I really, mm-hmm. really don't. If you promise to be in scene and give me gold, yes. we're good. But you also notice, like, I feel like. Like, it's so stupid to say, but like, we've strayed so far from God on these other franchises. For like, real. We, like, this one is showing us, I don't care what everyone else has going on, we have so many group scenes in every episode mm-hmm. that all that matters is the group dynamic. I, you, We've seen nothing about Brynn's home life, but yet mm-hmm. we still like Brynn because we're seeing how she's interacting with the cast or or whether you dislike her or like, it doesn't matter. Like, we're we're having an opinion about her because we can because of how she interacts with the other five women. And that's what we need. All these other shows, it's like they tell them in the beginning, okay, what's your storyline? Are you trying to get pregnant? Are you trying to get married? Are you trying to do this and that? We need to know what we're going to focus on. Are you going to have an event? Which uh, trip are you planning? Are you doing? And it's also like, I know like producers have their job, but it's gotten to the point where it's so unlike the show we fell in love with that we just need to... This is so refreshing. We just need to get back to this at some point. Exactly. It's a, it's an ensemble for a yes. reason. Which is mm-hmm. why a lot of the time those little special spin-offs where it's like Tamara's getting married or Candy's doing or married too, I don't know. Right. They don't always work so well because it's it's what makes these people good is how they interact with other crazy strong women. Yes. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. Mhm. Aaron though. Yo. I don't like her. I just don't. I literally just put out an episode and we were talking about how necessary of an evil she yes, is. Yes, she is. And how we do, we do, uh, we were saying at that moment, like, oh my God, you know, she, she really like stirs the pot and she keeps the, the mess going and all like that. You know, I love someone that keeps the mess going. And then right after I edited that episode and scheduled it to upload for the next day, I watched this episode and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I, never mind. Yeah, you can go the hell away. <laughs> yeah, a she's, lot of this was a lot. Uh, first of mm-hmm. all, she's doing jumping jacks, and Bryn brings her right? celery juice. Girl, Blech. not my kind. Not my kind of vacation. I don't know. You know, like oh god, and, and, and remember, guys, there's a camera crew there, so she's just like in front of them, like. Doing her little jumping jacks. But then Aaron gives Bryn the breakdown of what happened at the dinner the night before. She says Mm -hmm. that Jessel, she says Jessel wants to have the same story as Bryn and Cy and Uba. And I'm like, I don't really know when she said that she has the same story as them. We got them a disservice because they kept doing that like fast forwarding thing, like to like go through her, like telling the story. And yes. I'm like, it did. Cause it didn't sound like to me either. So I'm like, what are you talking about? Someone on Instagram said that they were in a, in an earlier episode. Um, Jessel had said something to either sigh or to Bryn saying, no, I'm, I was like you. And then, but I don't think that she had heard the full capacity of either of their stories yet. Right. I think she was what she's trying to get at because Aaron accused her of being like, 
taken pampered to and taken care of Mm -hmm. and catered to. And she's like, that is not even my life at all. Right. Right. And so that's all she's saying. But Aaron is putting it inside. They're both like putting it on her that she's trying to like out trauma Cy and Bryn. God. But that's not what she's doing, in my opinion. People in these trauma Olympics, I'll never get it. Yeah, for real. Like, why are we all so happy that like we had to struggle? Like, I thought the whole point of like what we're all saying in 2023 is that we want to get to a place where we can like not have our kid. I don't want no damn kids, but not <laughs> have our kids like struggle to come up and like we want to give them the best life and the best education and we want to build generational wealth and all this stuff. And then it feels like Every time we get it, Candace on Potomac is a perfect example. And she said it perfectly, didn't she? Yeah, she's one of those ones that gets like mothered in a way on the show by the other women because they feel like she hasn't had a hard enough life. And it's like, well, what's wrong with that? Like, why does everything have to be a, coming from somebody who had like, you know, it, I wouldn't even say like, I never want to say like my childhood was like struggle or trauma anything like that because like i had a ton of cousins a ton of like we i wouldn't have known if we were struggling or not like that if there was so much like ridiculousness and fun in my like childhood that i wouldn't have known anyway so it's so like i don't know the the trauma olympics when people like make it a part of the personality is so weird to me because i'm like well i thought we were like fighting against this now but obviously not yeah. i feel like it's and really hard to Cy is some people. like really trying to win that mm-hmm. one and it's oh, yeah. true Sai, no one's gonna top you when it comes to some no. stuff for sure like in this group you do win that award mm-hmm. but jessel can also have her experience as well jessel's like out of it though like that's her that's what's funny that's what makes her very lisa barlow-esque to me mm-hmm. because she's just like She's so unaware. Like, she's like, my dad didn't give me a dime. I mean, but yes, he paid for college. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, you could just, I don't know why it's offensive because she's not trying to say she's just like Psy, but Psy is pissed because Jessel's trying to say that she didn't have it easy, but it's like, I had it harder. Well, no shit. Right. Exactly. She's still, when she said she only had $20 to her name, this part was funny though. She said she only has twenty dollars to her name, and Sai goes, "Hello, I was homeless. I didn't have twenty dollars to my name. I was negative four hundred and eighty dollars." And Jessel's <laughs> like, "You were an overdraft." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I was like, I "So she's it. clueless." Like. Bryn handled it the way she should have. Like when Bryn hears the story from Aaron, she goes, oh, my God, Jessel's so out of it. I love it. It's like that's how you should handle it. It's like she's not she's not trying to say that she had it worse than anyone here. She's just saying that for her, she struggled. Right. And I lived with my uncle for a period of time, and I would consider that my hardest years. Or my hardest months. (laughs) You know, he lived in a two bedroom apartment and it was like not my happiest times. Like, sure. Right. He's not rich. And like, I, Aaron putting that on it was like, what are you mad at? You're mad that what? Your narrative of her isn't accurate? She's always got to be mad about something. They keep saying that about her. And when the more these episodes go on, we see it every single time. Like, Aaron has to have a problem or nitpick or something. Doesn't matter what it is. She has to find the problem every God. time. Jenna walks out, <gasps> though, in the morning and her robe flies open. 
For full Wide puss. Wide open. Full puss. <laughs> Feeling easy, breezy, beautiful. Oh, I feel so bad for her. She's so insecure about like her skin and her body of all mm. the people for that to happen to. Can I say, though, for like, I know like how she feels about like her body and her self-image and stuff. She, that new, I don't know if it's a new confessional look or what, but like that black blazer with nothing on underneath with the hair, like, I was like, okay, Jenna Lyons. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, like it screams like, not sex, like what does it scream? Like I was about to say sex appeal, but like, but it screams sex appeal. Like I, I hope she can like look back at these like scenes and stuff and be like you know what i look damn good right there like i'm i ate that shit up and i hope a lot of people tell her yes she she looks good she works when she does photo shoots like she Mm -hmm. is everything yes to be clear Mm -hmm. i thought it was a little shady of uba to play the recording of jessel snoring (laughs) i was like damn but Jessel's Love so it. easy to poke fun at. Like, it's too easy because then mm-hmm. she also, like, doesn't want to admit she's snoring, even though they're listening. I will say it was hard for me to even hear. Like, I was like, that's not, agree- yeah. it wasn't egregious. She had to put the phone, like, in the in the glass so that you could, like, amplify it. Mm-hmm. You know? But Jessel's like, she refuses. She's like, that was a one-off thing. <laughs> she calls, <laughs> she calls, she's like, it wasn't really a snore. It was more, like, heavy breathing. It's very elegant. <laughs> I do have a bit of a cold, you know? I do have a bit, I'm okay. a little stuffed up. That could explain things. It's like, when you're gonna be like that, it's easy to poke fun at you. That's yes. the problem. You know, Absolutely. you're a very easy target. Mm-hmm. Boat time. I love housewives on boats. It's always yes. going to make me happy. So bring it. Absolutely. Ooh, let's pause for a second. What's your top of your head, just like rapid fire? What's your favorite like housewives boat moment? Do you have one? Okay. It's it's hard for me to consider like the favorite because my memory is bad. So I'll forget mm-hmm. one. But the first thing that comes to mind is the first Ultimate Girls Trip with Kenya. Me Rima- too. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say shut up one of my all time like all time like you know how I feel about Kenya Moore one of my all time favorite lines in where she said I don't know what you've heard about me bitch but everything is true I said yes ma'am yes Kenya my I, and then she said it to Ramona that just Ra- to Ramona and to oh. Ramona and Ramona was like oh my god I'm so scared oh my god <laughs> jeez <laughs> that and I do love I think it's Atlanta season i don't know if it's eight or nine. Oh, it's eight because kim feels that when they're all like dancing on the boat in their bikini, oh i love that whole, one i do i love that too so yeah a lot of good a lot of good boat stuff a lot of good boat stuff was that that's the same season that cynthia kicks portia right i think so yeah okay yeah oh, yeah, that's, yeah 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 because yeah. i think later on they go to either next season or the same season they go to miami yeah because yeah kim fields brings um snacks on yes to the, she, it's, she has like trail mix and i think shit. someone throws them overboard porsche's too, yeah. like give me yeah. this yeah. You, stop it <laughs> okay i love it crying out loud <sighs> uba threw aaron in the pool so now aaron is on a mission to return the prank put a mm-hmm. pin in that we will get to it yes this d- was stunning on the boat they got a sea turtle swimming around mm-hmm. love 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 such 
clear water too. I God. feel like we're so not used to that in America. Stunning. <laughs> it was gorgeous all around. Yes. Um, they go to go swimming and Jenna puts on a wetsuit to get in the water. Mm. And of course, Sai has to make fun of her. And he's like, just put on a bikini. But Brand is like, I'm sorry, but it's chic and sexy. And I agreed. Mm-hmm. Unlike James Bond. when when uh, fucking Heather on Orange County wore it and she looked like a whale trainer. And I'm sorry, yes. that's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard. Because <laughs> it was very accurate. It oh, was. my God. Like, <laughs> you look like a whale. I don't I wouldn't even think of that. But I'm like, wow, that is yep. spot the fuck on. Sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to tell you. Well, while they're in the water, Jessel talks to Bryn about how Cy and Aaron were just coming for me last night. Thank you, Uba, for backing the fuck up, Jessel. Okay? She's always, I feel like she's always being practical when no one else is, regardless of her friendship level with that person. Uh. She's always the one to be like, okay, let me step in as someone with common sense. Do you not feel like this? If this happened, that led to that cause and effect. And it's like, yeah, every single time, she's the only one that's willing to, like, not have a moment and instead just like actually be a voice of reason. And mm-hmm. it's been that way like this entire trip. Like the first time was the dinner before where Oh, you th- you were on her was- side with the divorce comment? Well, after seeing how many times she said it. But oh. then see, I think I was on her side because the way she explained it, I was like, okay, I can see that She's saying that if you're looking at it from the point of the wife, she's hearing from her husband that you keep throwing around the divorce word. You can see how that might have... They were saying it like, no, you shouldn't be upset. And she's like, well, she's saying that upset her. So, like, that's uh-huh. the thing. So, I'm like, okay, I, I understand that. So, I feel like she always she always defends, like, who she feels... Because like, at that moment, she was going against Jessel, but then in this moment, she's defending Jessel. So, I'm like... Oh, good point. Yeah, I'm like, it doesn't matter to her who it is. She's just Right is to, like, right. Yeah, right is right, wrong is wrong. Yeah. Because she, she's like, no matter what Jessel said, Cy and Aaron would not accept it as the truth. I'm like, mm-hmm. I believe it. Yep. Okay? Yep. And Jessel's in her confessional. She's like, why would I be ashamed to admit I'm wealthy? I would just be like, I'm fucking rich. <laughs> And I believe it. I believe that. Right. And that's the, what I think is also crazy about Jessel is that she didn't come from money, but acts like someone who did because she's just like weird. <laughs> she's yeah. just like a funny, silly little little lady. And I love mm-hmm. her. I love Jessel. A lot of people, like when they finally get money after so long, I think there are like that fraction of people that like forget the struggle, quote unquote. Mm. And so they just like go right into like, well, I've got money now. I'm leaving that shit behind. And like, I don't want to acknowledge like and remember that like mm-hmm. struggle, that part of my life. So I'm okay living in the future. Thanks. Bye-bye. And also, <laughs> Jessel, like I get in the grand scheme of things, did she really struggle? Not really. That's fine. Right. Like, yeah, she had to be an intern. She's like, and I was unpacking boxes for a year. They're like, that's right. not that big a deal. And then right. she's like, I had to live with my uncle. Not the worst thing. But like for Jessel in her exactly for her she's like it wasn't easy okay like it wasn't but she's definitely established herself but like why not just Mm -hmm. laugh at her ridiculousness that's why when Jenna says to Aaron like why does this offend you so much like I think that we can all realize that Jessel is ridiculous right and that's why she's funny right why are you trying to like what is your Sorry, Aaron and Cy, that you can't be carefree and fun, but, like, that's what this looks like, okay? Right. I'm I'm having a good time. I'm having a great time with this. (laughs) To quote the ancient African proverb, I said what I said. 
are you hoping to budget your food expenses this fall? Because I am too. Get more bang for your bite with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping with no hidden fees. So you can count on great value week after week. Plus, you only pay for what you need with those pre-portioned ingredients. Choose every plate over takeout any day. You can save money while still enjoying fresh, satisfying meals. Their meals are 50% cheaper than your average fast casual meal. They're the easiest way to eat affordably. Put the money you save towards something fun. Also, make the sustainable choice this September. Every plate offsets 100% of their delivery emissions, and their meals have a 31% lower carbon footprint on average than supermarket meals of the same portion. Plus, nearly all packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas in the U.S. Now, y'all know I have an addiction to delivery. So when I get my every plate package, I feel like it scratches my delivery itch, but then I'm saving hundreds of dollars, truly. And the meals are delicious. You never get sick of it. There's 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week. So it's easy to find something you want. Plus, they've got 22 convenient sides, lunches, snacks, dessert. Get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49SHESPEAKS. So head to everyplate.com dot com slash podcast and enter code 49 she speaks to get started with every plate for just a dollar and 49 cents a meal that's up to a hundred and ten dollar value what is this honey a lot of you know my dad has recently moved here from Florida, and this man has been on the hunt for his new set of doctors here in California, and he has been asking people for recommendations. And I'm sorry, that's not reliable, because after weeks of searching, you finally get someone, and they're not on your network. They're not covered by your insurance. So I was like, Dad, use ZocDoc. You can find and book the doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between 24 and 48 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. Once you find the doctor that you want, you can book them immediately with just a few taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a kind of rude receptionist. I use ZocDoc. My dad uses ZocDoc. And you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash she speaks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZOCDOC.com slash she speaks. ZocDoc.com slash she speaks. I love that. Bryn is coming on strong with Jenna, and I'm kind of loving it. Mm-hmm. She's like, Jenna, I'm slamming pineapple juice for us. the magic happens tonight jenna i'll say i I like it way more with her and jenna because i feel like jenna is like 1000 percent open and receptive to this but like i hate it when she does it to like the random like people around like the the uh, boat driver the trainer the chefs and stuff like that because i'm like oh like the guys don't always look comfortable with it so i'm like 
Ooh, Kendrick I and I are on the same page when it comes to that kind of stuff. We don't yeah. like just like, they still have not acknowledged that on the second Ultimate Girls trip that Butler guy Snatching was his shirt totally open. sexually assaulted. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like you ripped his clothes off and he said in his own stories on Instagram later like, "Yo, no, I was not comfortable with that. I absolutely did not like that." I'm like, "Bravo. Anything?" Nothing. You're right. Okay. Nothing. Nothing mm-hmm. ever. Mm-mm. Um, Bryn's, but she's funny though. I'm sorry, Bryn's cute. She's like, I'm old fashioned, so I would take her name. So Bryn Lyons. She's like, oh my god, I can see it, like on the credit cards, on the bank statements, <laughs> on the deed. She's hard to keep I up with. It. Bryn is always like, she's just content, content, content. So yeah, it's hard to stay mad at her. <laughs> Since <laughs> last week you were dragging her a little bit. That's I fine. know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's Bryn, right, that's that's, right. I have it in my notes too. Oh my god, that's so funny. Bryn then asked the boat captain to squirt it in her mouth a little, and I wrote, oh, <sighs> "She's like the Sonia with the flirting." Yes, but not yes, half yes, yes. as horrible. But still, like it's like that is that scratches that itch for you if you had yes. it. Yes, because Sonia you know would always do that shit. There were a couple things I feel like in this episode in particular. There were like callbacks to the mm-hmm. old Roni, like. Her uh, eating the food in the bed like reminded me of like Tinsley falling asleep with the plate. Oh yes, the, like that. Remi- and something else like gave me a flashback. And I was like, "Whoa, what is happening?" And I felt like I was back there for a minute. Didn't like that. But we're we're in a, a new era. So we're in a new we'll era. Let it slide. We'll let it slide. Didn't like that. Didn't like that. Wasn't Mm-mm. loving it. Don't like being Mm-mm. here. Mm-mm. Not happy nope. about it. <laughs> uh, Jessel calls okay Jessel called the captain the pilot but then she changes it to she's like the pilot or the captain and they have mm-hmm. to they all like get on her like okay really Jessel <laughs> you know and then when she says she'll go you know she'll go drive the boat stupid Aaron's confessional she's like she should not be operating heavy machinery when she doesn't even know the name of the person that drives the boat <laughs> And then she like tries to laugh. I'm like, that's not funny. You're not funnier. It's wild that she's around my age. I would have Uh, never guessed that. She's younger than me. And that is always weird to me when that happens. I right that's wild to me. You know something else that's interesting? Mm. The cat like a lot of the cast of Vanderpump rules, like Ariana, Sheena, they're older than her. Right. That's so weird. She reads so old. She does read And she's old. gorgeous. Like, she is beautiful. She does, like, she is a pretty woman. I'm not trying to say she looks old, but her energy is, like... That's what it is. 48, it's always 49. Mm-hmm. There's another... There's a woman... Uh, We always talk about Love and Marriage Huntsville on the show, but they have a cast member named Tiffany, and I would have mm-hmm. sworn that, like, she was getting ready for a grandbaby sometimes. Like, I would have, like, sworn... <laughs> but, like, she doesn't look like... But, like, her energy always gives yeah. me that. And then when she said, like, she was... 32 and i was like jarring whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. No, jarring. no 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 i don't believe that for a second first of all yeah fact check that it was true wow yeah, weird right just had another baby too i was like oh well i thought that was the grandbaby but okay yeah <laughs> aaron's right. age is so baffling yeah it just doesn't quite match up it doesn't compute no it does not compute <laughs> Um, but Jessel, as she's walking over to steer the ship, because she's that quick, she goes, can you bitches swim is all I'm going to ask. <laughs> Aaron, you could never. You could never come up with something that fast, okay? No. <laughs> Bryn wastes no time telling uh, Sai and Aaron what Jessel had said while they were in the water. Mm-hmm. Jessel returns, and this 
back and forth. This conversation was like, I thought Jessel handled business proper. Okay, but yeah. the other two made asses of themselves. Mm-hmm. Size, like it's never a simple answer with you, Jessel. And Jessel, <laughs> did you get help or did you not? The math is not mathing. <laughs> but, well, but what, why does it why matter? Why are you doing math? <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't matter though. Like my thing is, in what sense of like, why does why do you need to know whether she struggled or not, or in order to be able to connect with her? Like that's always been weird. Like. I remember I had an issue with it really big on um, Beverly Hills. Mm. There was an episode where, like, they hounded Garcelle, like, they were on a trip. And oh, they were yeah. like, oh, we really needed to hear that from you. Now you're so vulnerable. Like, she's talking about, like, the most traumatic stuff in her life. They're like, now we feel so connected to you. It feels so, you're so vulnerable. I'm like, why the fuck does someone have to, like, relive all these traumatic experiences mm-hmm. just to simply connect with someone? If you want to connect with me, go, let's go on a fucking walk through the park. I don't need to connect with you by, like, relaying my, like, police reports to you. Like, stop it. So stupid. Yeah. And Jessel said her dad paid for college. Right. So she, she already said that. And then Uba steps up mm-hmm. and reminds them Jessel did say, she she did say that she wouldn't have been able to move to New York if her uncle hadn't helped her. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so now what? Right. Now what you got, guys? Mm-hmm. And Aaron's like, you're constantly trying to say that your life is so hard. Jessel's like, I'm not constantly trying to say that, but you are. Oh, Okay. Jessel goes, but that's what my reality is. And Aaron goes, no, it's not. How do you tell someone what their right. reality is? Wild. The, the audacity. She's so convi- she's so convinced she's right. Jessel's like, I'm not comparing myself to Bryn or Cy. And Aaron goes, you are. You had a perfectly fine life. Like, someone how would backhand you know her. This? Someone right. backhand her right now. That is so fucked up to say. God, I, I all of them are so. <laughs> I can't. Like, how do you tell someone about their life? Their life. Like, you had a perfectly fine life. Well, she a didn't life that say, you won't let them talk the about. <laughs> right. I it's hate so it. I hate it. And Aaron mm. goes, "Your life was so incredibly hard when you live with your rich uncle." Uh, Jess was like, "I said I live with my uncle. Did I say he was incredibly rich? That's right, bitch. Right. You tell her that. You tell her that." Aaron's right. like, "Oh my god!" And, uh, Jessel, okay. As much as it's not the biggest insult, and I didn't. Okay, she goes, "You should. Your name should be the Queen of Assumption." And Aaron goes, "Good one." <laughs> it should be though, because you're always assuming. You are assuming everything. And Jenna, you should have threw something like, in there about making an ass out of yourself. That would have made it better. There you go. Jenna, Jenna's like, why does it bother you? And Aaron's so crazy. She's like nuts. She goes, because it's so inauthentic. Nothing about this is inauthentic to me. It's not like she, I just, this is absurd. This is absurd. Especially since like when I, it's wild because we get kind of a different perspective, obviously, than they do. Because like we've yeah, seen true. like her and her mom. Yeah. Like opening up about like the surrogacy and like all, well, not sur- uh, IVF and all this yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 totally. But then like Aaron, the other episode was just questioning Brynn about trying to go on the same journey and stuff. So I'm like, it, it's it's just like kind of a, a fan parallel, like seeing all this play out. And it's like, okay, it seems like nothing's going to fucking please you. So mm-hmm. can we just like move past and you just accept me for who I am? Because like, I'm not going to bend over backwards every time we're together every just time. to get Aaron's approval. And like, who no. made you guys, you and Sai, who made you guys the authority on authenticity? Exactly. 
Like, Stop. I don't need your opinion, actually. I don't, how about I don't think you're being all that authentic? How about that? Hmm? Bloop. Hmm? How about that? Bloopity, bloopity, bloopity. Jessel fucking, I wish she had said this in the scene, but she, Mike dropped this. She says, it just seems like Erin is projecting her privilege onto me. And that's exactly what mm-hmm. she's doing. Mm-hmm. It's just so Claire. Okay. She, she's literally projecting her own privilege, which clearly she comes from money. Right. Okay. She couldn't. She can't relate to them in that way. So she's gonna relate to them by throwing Jessel under the bus and being like, "Oh, she's trying so hard to relate to you guys, and she really can." So that's, that's her way in. That's what it is. <laughs> that's I'm writing what that it down. Is. That's what it, right there. Writing it down, Kendrick. <laughs> Line. I'm gonna use that as the clip because honestly, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh no, that's not fair. I want to be like Aaron and Sai. I mean, I want to be like Brent and Sai. Oh man, Jessel's not really like you guys." Exactly. I don't think Jessel's trying to be like anybody. It's classic, like, mean girl behavior when you can't fit in. In order to fit in with the mean girls, you can't necessarily, they don't want, they don't like you for who you are. So instead, you got to hate the same people they hate and be just as good at talking about them and belittling them as they are in order to fit in with them. Typical, like, high school mean girl behavior. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, bitch. <laughs> when Sai gets so mad that she has to scream and yell, I'm like, well, that doesn't even seem necessary. She's like, that's why we like, ask. We don't know you. That's but you're telling us about your parents coming from Kenya. And Jessel's like, isn't that not part of my story? We want to know about you. Oh, okay. Well, she'll get there. She's also right. told you that she's had intimacy issues with her husband, mm-hmm. that her family doesn't know about the IVF journey. Like, she's talked about her life as well. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck her for sharing. God. They're mad because she did it while she wasn't struggling like they were and that's that's just what it is it seems like in order for like the background to be accepted it has to be like rooted in either some kind of struggle some kind of trauma or something like that they don't like where the struggle is like what they call rich people problems like being able to afford Mm -hmm. ibf because you are like having trouble conceiving and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and that's like you don't know what keeps people up at night so like you can't do that kind of stuff and make them feel lesser than because i always say like there there are those people that i hate the people that no matter what your problem is in life they've always got one way to one-up you with theirs it's like oh my god i got one-uppers yes it's like i got in a car wreck this morning like oh my god me too and then i got in the uber to come to work and i got in a car wreck in that one too and it's like okay you win you you went into you got in two car accidents this morning sorry let me call it off okay that's what larsa was doing on miami larsa was doing that always um, yeah she's always like oh yeah i really struggled with that too i'm like no you didn't (laughs) (laughs) shut up at all no um, oh, I missed get, them. Now it's dinner. T- I know, right? Me too. Now it is dinner time. Mm-hmm. And Bryn comes up with the idea to um, go around and say embarrassing, embarrassing stories. So mm-hmm. Bryn tells this story about putting a tampon up her butt. Mm-hmm. And I was right there with Jenna. That almost is impossible. Like, if you're yeah. not accustomed to things going up those holes... It wouldn't, it would be so painful to stick a tampon that is absorbent up your asshole. Yeah. So I don't buy this one. No. And so I'm bummed out because I feel like Bryn, probably from being a bit ashamed of being poor Mm -hmm. and having to fit in, she probably has developed a bad habit of lying to try to make herself 
feel connected. Mm-hmm. And I can re- I can relate to that. When I was younger, I used to lie about dumb shit because I was so insecure. Mm. And I relate. I can relate to that. But this story definitely wasn't. It's the. It feels like every time you know those people that always come with the party story, yes, like a, a story to pull out. Like, oh, yes. let me tell you about this one time because they get the the group of people around them at the totally. party. That's what she feels like a lot of the time when she's talking about something like the thing from last episode. Like, what well, they said, I need to go through my phone and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. pick out a father, all this kind of stuff. And it was like, mm. like even though I wouldn't have said it, Aaron's exactly. the one that kind of calls you on. It's like. All right, Aaron. But like Bren does that. So I think she has a habit of that. And it's kind of like, okay, I'm not sure what to believe anymore. But yeah, I but am. I can, I understand. I bet it's developed from her feeling inferior due to the mm-hmm. way she was raised and that kind of shit. So yeah. But then Jessel tells a hilarious story about falling into the grotto. And I just, mm-hmm. can, you could just see Jessel doing it. Mm-hmm. And then Jenna and Uba tell their funny stories. But oh wait, I'm sorry. Before I get into that part, that's when this is when Jessel tells her story. They cut to one of Sai's confessionals, and it pissed me off because she's like, "This is the Jessel we know and love. This is her being authentic." I'm like, I I'm sorry. I don't need you to comment on how everyone should be expressing themselves. Okay, right. lady. She's like Goodness. the authority on every single person. Uh-huh. Like who made you the lead? You're not. You are. You are not leading lady energy. I will tell you that right now. Child, si. Especially since they got her in the bleachers at the uh, <laughs> reunion. So, exactly. And the nosebleed. So, girl, keep like it cute. <laughs> you're the extra bitchy chick in the high school movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the girl that's like trying to get the makeover for prom. Like, Mm-mm. no, you're one of the ones that made the bet about it. You're Gretchen. Get over it. You're Gretchen. Yes. From Mean Girls, okay? And that's the worst mm-hmm. one to be. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not even Karen. Aww. You're not even Karen, okay? <laughs> I want to. I need mm-hmm. to watch that movie again. I haven't seen I know, it in, like, right? two whole months. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's I one of the ones, like, when it's on TBS, you're like, oh, Mean Girls, oh, let me stop and watch this. Like, yes. Okay. <laughs> There's so many that problematic jokes. That and Legally Blonde. Oh, Every time it's on, I cannot help it. Every time it's on, I stop and watch. I'm like, oh, L. God, that movie is, like, old now. Jesus. I just thought of, like, how old I was when I saw that movie. And I'm like, (laughs) well, I wasn't a... Okay, that was a while ago. It's sad. I try try not to think about things like that. Yeah. Yeah, let's not think about our age. I also just lie about my age whenever new people come around. I'm like, I'm 29. There you go. Have you you haven't seen that new Jennifer Lawrence movie, have you? Where she's like, like they're asking her like, so how old are you? She's like, oh, I was twenty nine last year. I'm like, okay, well, how old are you right now? Like one year older. <laughs> and she's like, so you're thirty. Thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. Right. That is me describing my age. <laughs> um, but Aaron's embarrassing story, girl. She should have been fired right there. They should have said, we renege your contract, you're out of the contract, get off the cast. (laughs) What the fuck? She goes, the last time I was, and by the way, she went last, okay? So, like, she already heard the vibe of everyone else. Sai told a story about, about she told us about shitting on herself. Sai did. Like, and you're about to tell them that you were on a flight and Elijah could not stop crying? Like, welcome That's to adulthood. It? Every child ever on a plane. Like, what do you mean? That just says so much, too. Like, if that is traumatizingly embarrassing for her, okay, well then, no wonder. Girl. Like, yeah. that's not embarrassing. That's a kid. 
a kid. Right. Like you don't have anything from high school, nothing? Okay, well, that says everything we needed to know mm-hmm. about you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Shut up. That is so stupid. Support for today's episode comes from Waterboy. Now, you guys know by now, I don't drink alcohol. And the main reason for that, the hangovers. I couldn't handle them anymore. But when Waterboy was presented to me, I did a little research and found that they don't just worry about hydration. They also have ingredients in there that help with nausea, anxiety, and fatigue. And there's zero sugar. And there's three times the electrolytes to liquid IV. So we all know that hydration alone isn't going to handle your Vegas bender. So for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off your entire order with the code she speaks at waterboy.com. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, how do you know this product's any good? Well, my sister and her husband love to throw a party or two. So I hooked them up with the Waterboy hydration packs. She won't let me share the picture that she sent me the next morning after they threw a party, but they gave the two thumbs up. They were able to start running errands on a Sunday like nothing happened the night before. So there's your endorsement. They love those white claws. They love those sel- those spritzers, that what they're called? The seltzers and the cans. Those cause hangovers. And I've seen them out for days, but they were up and moving thanks to Waterboy. So most hydration packs are packed so full of sugar that they cause you to crash even harder. Not to mention you have to drink so many of them to get the electrolyte replenishment that your body really needs to recover. Waterboy has over nine times the electrolytes as a Gatorade. Okay. Inside each stick, there's ginger for that nausea and to make your tummy feel better. They also include L-theanine, which helps calm your nerves and reduces your anxiety. That was the worst part for me. Their scientifically backed formula truly brings you back from the dead. And the best part, my sister and brother-in-law said that it tastes really good too. And their most popular flavors are strawberry lemonade, lemon lime, and blue raspberry. You're going to actually want to want to drink these. Waterboy is gluten-free, caffeine-free, dairy-free, vegan, and made right here in the US of A. A lot of things get worse as you get older but your hangovers don't have to. Waterboy isn't a magic cure, but it's pretty damn close to one. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with the anxiety alone. For a limited time, my listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount when they use the code she speaks at waterboy.com. That's 15% off with code she speaks at waterboy.com. Waterboy has got you recovered. Not well, bitch. Quitting a habit is not easy, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-winning device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit 
easy. Your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, which gives your fingers a lot to do, which is also really helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while you're breaking your habit. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and it's even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destruction habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code she speaks to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use code she speaks to save an additional 10% off your order today. Enough. They get back to the villa and Uba leaves her phone in the car which Aaron takes and now it's like Chill. I I I would never ever take someone's phone as a prank because right. I know how I am with my phone. It's too mm-hmm. much. It's like my house. It's like right. this is where I live, okay? Mm-hmm. If someone if I knew someone had it and wasn't giving it to me, I'd be like this isn't a prank. Right. Where the fuck is my phone? This isn't a, that's not a prank. A prank is like throwing someone in the pool, but a prank is not yeah, that's yeah. not that's not a thing. That's not right. a thing. And Aaron can't even throw Uba in the pool. Like she tries to, and then Uba like Uba becomes like a tree, like planted into the right, ground, like unmovable. Mm-hmm. And Aaron's like, just get in the pool. I'm like, oh, this isn't you're you can't even do this right. No. So then no. Sai has to do a sneak attack, and then that works. Mm-hmm. The next so they're morning. Even. They're even. They're even. The next mm-hmm. morning. Uba comes down, complains to Sai about Aaron having her phone. Mm-hmm. And she has no idea that Sai was fully abreast on the whole situation. And when she discovers that Sai was, she just goes silent. She goes, you knew? <laughs> and just walks away. That's the last you'll hear from her. Mm-hmm. She shall not speak to you again. Oof. Like when she walks into that kitchen and Sai, Aaron, and Bryn are sitting there and she doesn't say a word except right. when Bryn's like, hi. And she goes, hello. Hello. <laughs> that was very like Tiffany Pollard, like, hello, 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 hello. You can choke. Not you. <laughs> you can choke. Aaron's like, it feels very mean. It feels really <laughs> mean. Well, how about <sighs> this? If she didn't find it fucking funny, why don't you go over to her like later once, you know, you've done eating, but instead she doesn't even go try to connect with her. Like I would have been like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I did not. I thought it would right. be funny, but like I get why, like I'd freak out. But instead she's like, what? What? Even Sai tries to tell her, like Sai goes into her room later. And she's mm-hmm. like, she is pissed at you. I would have, I'd be mad at you too. And she's like, really? She's like, yeah, I mean, it's my phone. And yeah. she's like, whatever. It was a joke. It was a prank. <sighs> Whatever. Uh-uh. I, it's it's not lost on me that she can, like, stand in the fact that, no, this is a joke. She should be laughing. It's funny. But she could not get over Bran joking with her husband at the uh, engagement party. So it's like, oh, okay, so when you do it's what they say, it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. Okay, mm-hmm. Aaron. Okay. Mm-hmm. We get it. We see. Mm. We see you. We see each other. Uh-huh. Jessel comes down and she tells them that Ubi, Uba did not find that funny. Ubi. Ubi. Oh. That was cute, right? Ubi's her That's nickname a cute name now. For a kid. Ubi. Hey, Ubi. That's a kid's <laughs> name. That's my child's <laughs> name is Ubi. Little Ubi. <laughs> but Aaron it can't stand that Jessel is like 
that wasn't funny. She's like, what, what the fuck, Jessel? Were you there? It's like, she's like, I right. sent this, I sent this emoji going like, hmm. <laughs> and I don't think I would have figured out that I would have been like, oh shit, I left my phone at the restaurant. Oh no, I like, I, I wouldn't have that- known that's what that meant. That would have made me think, okay, let me think about where you left your phone. Yeah, like, where, where was the last place you left it or something? Like, I would have been thinking, like, she's trying to help. And, like, that's what I would have gotten from it. I wouldn't have picked up that, like, okay, she has my phone. Yes. You would have had to, like, keep doing something for me to, like, to know that. So, Aaron, you're, you're just not good at this. I don't know. No, not good at this. Mm. Bryn brings Jenna breakfast, and it is a terrifying breakfast. It is. <laughs> Banana wrapped in bacon. Mm. And I was like, could that be good? I don't know if you could even <laughs> bite into it. I don't like, right. if you bit through mm. the it would just smush the banana. Mm. I don't think I like that. What are we supposed <laughs> to do with that? That's right. I'm like, no. I, I get I maybe I wanting like to like sweet and savory it, but not like that. Mm-mm. That didn't that's not working. That's not no. working too. And then <laughs> Valentine's chocolates or something like this. Nope. Never mind. No. Jenna's no longer Jenna's no longer interested. I'll tell you that much. Right. <laughs> Jenna's like, and you're off. <laughs> um, Aaron talks to Bryn as she gets ready, and she's like, "Look, Uba took a chance throwing me in the pool." Now, mind you, that is kind of true. It is yeah. sure she did. Um, it's just that's a little different risk than taking. I don't know. A phone is not taking someone's phone is just on a prank. Right. There's something pranky about it. It's like, oh, you let because she left her phone in the car. So that's why it's like not a prank. Right. You know, and in fact, what I would have maybe done if I wanted to prank her, or like be a part of it, it would have been like, Uba, where's your phone? And right. then been like, like Guess hey, what? Uba, can you call my phone or something like, you know, yeah. and like right away, like I found it. Like I have now you can't now I can't now we're even. I don't know. Just not that. Right. Not, why were you what were you like holding your her phone like next to, to you? Being like out of the country like adds a little level to it because mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of I can imagine being out of the phone and like I'm sorry out of the country and losing my phone. Like oh my that god, that would be like that would feel like a True nightmare. nightmare. And be like holy crap, like what is going on? So yeah, yeah. It's a, I because feel like, like there are a lot of layers to it. I need to harp on what was the prank that you just had her phone right because <laughs> that was not it like i thought you were gonna try to get her back in the pool and that's it like i thought maybe done. and if you're gonna use the phone maybe like call someone from uba's phone that's there yeah and they're like uba why are you calling me and like but the so you literally just had her phone next to you until she right. came looking for it this is like on a scale of one to ten. It's like a one in terms of pranks. Like no, <laughs> totally. Get like, better. Get not better. a prank does not no. count at all. And then being like, "Ooh, why are you so upset about it?" Right. <laughs> like prank gone wrong. Okay, it's just mm-hmm. stupid. But I like Jessel talking to Uba, and she's like, she loves that Aaron's in trouble because she's like, Aaron is shaking in her boots. I bet. Who says shaking in her boots? Like, seriously. She's so silly. She's so stupid. They all gather to leave, and Aaron looks genuinely terrified. She's, Uba's not looking at her, won't even, like, look towards her, and Aaron's, like, up against a wall, like, I'm so freaked out. And so I thought she would lay low, but instead she goes to the bathroom, and when she comes back, she hears Uba, and all Uba is saying is, Aaron was just here. Right. And now Aaron thinks it's a good time to get loud. And she's Your like, fault. I hear you saying my name. Don't say my name when I'm not around. I'm like, not abort. Right. Abort immediately. Especially if you can fall. If you, it's one thing 
if you got all this energy and you can follow through with it, but if you're going to cower the moment mm. she gets back in your face, don't come up to her with the energy. That's what That was your first mistake. They always say on reality TV, if you can't fight, don't pick one. And that's exactly what you did. You sat there, you used all these buzzwords. Oh my gosh, she's so scary. I'm so intimidated. I'm frightened for my life. All this stuff about Uba, who is, literally has her back turned to you talking to someone else as if that's like some weird reaction and then goes off and then comes back and tries to pick a fight and now you got your shit snatched so what's up what's mm. up what's up it's mm. like you came in you literally came in and said don't say my name i don't ca-. like whoa mm-hmm. that was not the energy i expected you to have right you know, and then Air- Uba tries to explain, like, no, 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 I was saying, and Aaron goes, I don't care what you're saying about me right now. Don't say my name. Uh-huh. Yeah, all right. Uba's going to step up in your fucking face. Because yep. this is what I, this is what's cool about having such a diverse cast. Uh-huh. Cultures are different. So yes. Uba was able to bring an energy that Aaron has never fucked with in her life. Uh-huh. And I was interested to see how she couldn't handle it. <laughs> I know people of course are, the tears I, were getting ready to come. I know people were upset about Uba snatching the sunglasses. I wasn't. I wasn't either. <laughs> I was not at all. I loved it. Because she's like, don't say my name. Don't say my name. Whatever. And Uba's like in her face. And then she's like, take your fucking glasses off. You're going to fucking talk to me like this. Right. And look then she's my, like. If you got all this courage, look me in my fucking eye. That's yeah, what try you that. Yeah. And then she's like, give me my sunglasses back. And then did you really just say that? Uh, you know what she's about to fucking say and the way Uba goes you had my phone like Mm -hmm. she gets you had my fucking phone like Mm -hmm. you you asked for this Aaron I'm so so sorry but you walked in like don't say my name oh uh uh Mm, your fault I'm mad at you now your fault and then and then next week she's gonna be like I'm so intimate bringing out the tears it's different in real life I'm sure but if you hadn't come in hot like that Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have happened. Cause she, she was li- already mad at you. Uba did nothing, in my opinion, did nothing wrong in the scenario. She literally did not, she was mad, but she didn't engage with her at all, which she does not have to do. She sat there and was talking to an entirely different person. When they were questioning your whereabouts, she said she was just right here. What about that set you off? I don't know. But if you don't know all the facts and you're not ready to swing when you get there, you better bring it on down a notch. Bring it on down. In the words of Candy Birds with the red hair. Bring it on down a notch. <laughs> How about that? Aaron keeps telling her to get, get away from me. And then Uba finally goes, try. Try. Mm. And I was like. But U- Uba had her hands behind her back. That you know that was on purpose. Smart move, yes, smart move. Because you cannot say that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm, and actually I'm over here. Like now she's like, I got a distance between us. What she knew, to me, this felt like she knew what Aaron was going to try to do later, oh, yeah. being like, oh, she had her hands in my face, or oh, she totally. was touching me, 100%. and all this kind of stuff. It was what Marlo did when her and Candy got into the argument when she said that they keep saying that I'm being aggressive, that I put my hands her in my face and I'm touching, yeah, when I'm touching all these people. So Marlo purposely put her hands behind her back and clutched them so nobody could say that. I'm like, okay, smart move. Oh, I, smart I was like, move. Uba knew exactly what to do. She's like, because mm-hmm. she's like, yes, I snatched those sunglasses, but I'm now not going to touch you at all. I'm going to show physically that my hands are behind my back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. 
I mean, they're going to get over it clearly because they are all fine now pretty much yeah. for the most part. It's always just tough when they go back and rewatch it, but I'm very, very, very curious to see. Although, hold on. Aaron was on Watch What Happens Live last night with Karamo. Yes, I watched. Mm-hmm. Aaron was like, she's not even a good villain because she's like so timid and and like kind of victim-y the right. whole time right was that the vibe you, you got to, too absolutely you need to lean the hell in like if you're mm-hmm. gonna if you want to play this role on the show which it seems like you do you need to lean in you need to get better at it then Your i think she, need to get something. she she kind of in my opinion this was karamo gave her one of her answers because andy was like what do you say to people who are like saying you're always you know stirring up stuff and she was like i'm really i don't mean to but then karamo helps her out and is like you're messy you're making a show whatever and then she's like yeah i mean we're making a show i'm like that wasn't what you were gonna say right like you don't care about it but now all of a sudden oh yeah we're making a show i'm I'm trying to be a good villain no and like and then she couldn't lean into it enough so i was like no you're not even a good villain like right at least Tamara judge goes on watch what happens live and she's like i don't fucking care what they say about me Mm-hmm. Like as much as she drives me crazy, it's like you can't argue with that. But like, Aaron, right? There's so many she can learn from. Maybe it's season one, I'll give it to her. It's maybe she'll one. lean into it at some point. But there are so many people that I always say you got to be yourself. You have to be yourself. One, but it doesn't hurt to learn from the other people that have come before you. If you want to do this, like this is the lane you want to be in. You've got a lot of examples of how you need to handle a watch what happens live a Wendy Williams a view. Like you have, you know how to like to do the shade game to do this, to like put, take the blame off of you and put it elsewhere. Like you should know how to do this. Maybe it's good. I'll give hand it to you first season. Maybe you're too new, but there are some things you got. There are some boo-boo. things. Uh-huh. Anyway, all right. Next it's, week looks like it's going to be good, too. I was going to say, next week looks insane. I'll I'll be at the Beyonce concert when it's on, but I'll watch when I get back to the hotel. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. Maybe I'll, I'll just maybe I'll just come out to Texas and, and just do it. I'll have a big bed. You can stay with me. It's okay. <laughs> we'll find you an outfit. Like, it's I no would problem. never, we'll... <laughs> ever, ever share a bed with you. I would never do that to either of us. I would never. Sh- I can't share a bed with a human being. I know. Me I've tried. That, that's I've my tried. Problem. I know. Even me in my long term relationships, I'm like, I genuinely hate this. Like, I, I really. <laughs> me too. <laughs> hate it. That's why I'm like, Brand. I'm like, this is probably why I'm not married. Because I'm like, no, I can't do this. Give me like I a can't. conjugal visit situation. Like you yes. have your room. I have mine. We meet somewhere. We fuck a little bit. And then you go back to your room. Exactly. You see, like, I, I'll do one better. I love the like, when I read the stories about people and it's like, they live like close by, but like in two separate houses, but they're married and they're like, it's like, no, this works. It's so great. Cause like we see each other that every day. Sounds we just perfect to me. Exactly. We have our own space. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. I, I would consider marriage then. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have lived with someone and like, you know, I, I don't really need to see all of the living stuff that people do. I don't need that information. Right. Mm-mm. You can spend the night sometimes, but again, on the couch. Do right. not <laughs> lay in my damn bed. I just, right. I need to like spread out. I need to, like even having my cats on my bed sometimes, I'm like, okay, now we're pushing it. Oh, Socks absolutely cannot sleep with me. Like she, <laughs> she's learned this lesson now because like Socks already, 
is what we call like a codependent dog. Like she cannot like oh, I be bet. by herself anywhere. So like if I go up to go to the bathroom, she's getting up to come to the bathroom. When I come back to the couch, she's with me. I go to the mailbox, she's I at the door. It. Like why am I not out here with you? I I like it. she she has to be next to me all the time. So when we're in bed, she literally like is against my back to where like I'm laid like I'm literally arched up like this and I'm like okay. I've never been so uncomfortable. And I'm like, we, we can't do this anymore. Because I always say like, okay, I'll put like a blanket down at the end of the bed. I'm like, always. Okay, here's your space. You can stay here. But as soon as I fall asleep, she waits and she just like inches up closer and she gets right next to me. I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't. I can't. My, my sister, um, she put a, she had a camera, put a camera in her bedroom because mm-hmm. they were like, they just needed to see the progress because there's one of their dogs, Rex. He's a big dog, but he of yeah. course thinks he's a puppy. That's how they always are. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like a big, like walrus when he gets into the bed like it's just like you can't like get it so not she, graceful yeah so she saw like so they always would put rex at the like off the bed like at the foot of the bed but like on the ground like stay there mm-hmm. and so anytime they'd fall asleep they'd wake up and sure enough rex would be like on top of them in the middle of them nose so to she, nose she put a camera and it's so cute watching rex like check that they're sleeping and then <laughs> like it's so calculated like slowly mm-hmm. trying not to wake them up and then gets in position. I'm like, okay, you got to give him credit. That is like, it's just effort. Every time. Every effort. time. It's so cute though. <laughs> my entire, as, 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 like as Kendrick said, my entire Instagram feed is because is all dog videos. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm really not complaining about it. Honestly, right. like there could be worse things I could be getting targeted with. Yeah. So I it's it's a nice like break. It's just constant dog content. So I should I get a dog. I never know what I'm going to get. You should get a dog. You I would should get a dog. a dog. I know, right? I should get a dog. My cats would hate it though. <laughs> I will tell you though. You've got a sweet situation cuz cats are not needy in the slightest. Oh, tell a me. A dog is going to want your constant attention. Yes. That's the di- that's day. why I kind of love cuz like I'm a cat. Like I don't yeah. like I like all the all that stuff very much me and so they're so independent. Mm-hmm. It's kind of flawless. And when I go, if I have to like go out of town, I don't have to really worry about it too much because mm-hmm. it's like just you know scoop the litter for me and make sure there's food. But right. with a dog, it's so different. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, do you hate leaving socks? You go out of town a lot. Does socks hate you? Oh my god, I know it's a mess. So like I usually always have someone either. Uh, mom will come here mm-hmm. and just like stay yeah. here or you know my sister considers herself the mom so like she will like just either come get her or she'll stay here like it's it's always okay something. good so she's so always she's having got, fun okay yeah. good so she's got like the per okay good that's that's mm-hmm. fine see so my sister my sister and brother-in-law were lucky when i lived there because like I wasn't the roommate that was like, oh, you have dogs. Like, I was like, they're my dogs. Like, they're our dogs. Right, right. You know? So they, when I moved out, they're like, wow, we really underestimated how much you took care of the dogs. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, when they, whenever they would leave, I would be, like, talking to them about their feelings. I'm like, are you sad that your mom and dad <laughs> left? You want to talk about it? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm so convinced animals are like, have, they need therapy. I'm like, we need to go to therapy. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, this was a fun dog tangent. I know. I don't know. Us. We, sorry, us. guys. We couldn't. We just didn't want to wrap up yet. We weren't, done. <laughs> we weren't done. We weren't done. We're so used to having Atlanta to talk about too that we're like, that's it. 
Right. Only, uh, what, an hour and less than an hour and ten? Ooh. Wild. <laughs> well, okay, on that note, guys, don't forget, you got to follow <laughs> Reality Comics 2 on Instagram, and then make sure to check out his podcast, Reality and Comics 2. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for watching and for listening to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen? That would be amazing. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more content, more exclusive bonus content, check out the Patreon. I post two exclusive episodes a month and I'm covering just the Bravo jams like Classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course, Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to buymeacoffee.com slash shespeaksbravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at shespeaksbravo.com. And if you're interested in hearing my takes on non-Bravo shows, check out my new podcast, She Speaks It All. I cover the challenge, drag race, and any other show I'm obsessed with that's not... Bravo. She Speaks It All is available everywhere you get your podcasts, just like this show. Make sure you're following me on the social medias. I am She Speaks Bravo across all platforms. Thank you so much for any support you give the show, even if it's just listening. I appreciate you. Love you. Mean it. I'll see you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.